Hey everybody, welcome back to Fly Cool Shit. I'm Mark, and this is episode 8. Happy Sunday. How's everybody doing? Sorry this podcast is two days late. I wanted to try to get it out on Friday, um, but couldn't record until yesterday with Jeff, and um, and then just got behind yesterday. Wasn't able to put it out until today, so you're going to get this on Sunday. Oh, what is this, November 8th? And uh, yeah, so yeah, I had Jeff... Jeff back on to talk about a few controversial things, interesting things, and fun things uh, that kind of happened over the last couple weeks. Um, and it was a great, you know, as always, a great, great talk with Jeff. Um, he should just come and be a permanent co-host, and then and then we can have like, you know, a third or bring a guest on, and we can both just interview the guest. I mean, he's he's so much fun. I would be very very happy if he just was a co-host. So we'll see. He comes on enough. Might as well be. Um, without further ado, welcome back, Petro, to the podcast, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. Petro, welcome back, dude, again. Again, I think I'm going to be again. here forever now. All I was the time. so I was just going to say, why, why even you know play around like you're not a part of this podcast? You know, it's kind of like making a relationship public. You know, when you start dating a girl in high school and nobody knows, and then you're like, okay, we gotta we gotta make it Facebook official or public. Yeah, yeah. So you're coming out is basically. Well, we're, coming we're, com- we're coming out together. Yeah, we are coming out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. Welcome back, dude. Good to be here. Having fun. Huh. Nice weather in New York. Flew today. It was nice. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Did I you did. work on anything fun? Uh, what I do? Nothing much. I haven't flown in a while. So just doing a lot of pulling, a little bit of pushing. Didn't want to go crazy. And just working on like multiple rotations on the up, um, you know, getting, uh, Used to the uh, airplane doing uh, doing all that good stuff and some ascending snaps, outside flicks, all cool things like that. Nice, so it's fun. Dude. Very tired. Yeah, that but. sounds. I was gonna say that sounds like a uh, one of those flights where uh, yeah you beat yourself up and then you kind of uh, you kind of become like this little like lethargic blob the rest of the day like uh, kind of beat yeah a little bit eight o'clock at night just pass out but that's what's great about the sc is because it's got so much fuel in it so you just have so much so much time to stay up there and work on your shit what's the acro tank size on the sc oh i should really know this by heart it's got three tanks so it's a front header rear header and then a aerobatic tank i think it's two gallon or something i don't know uh but 28 point something usable i want to say offhand okay and it can all be used for acro there's no like fairy wing tanks well, there's wing tanks, but those are dry. So I just fill sure. up the, uh, like today I wasn't going crazy, crazy hard. So I fill them the front and back up all together. But like in season when I'm only going to be up there for say 15 minutes or so, there's no need to take 28 gallons, 29 gallons of fuel up there. It's just sure. weight you don't need. Plus with my fat ass there, it doesn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Preach. <laughs> Oh my god! No, that's cool, man. And it's tough in the winter too because I already got a little bit of uh, insulation in the belly area. So then, with like a sweater, the seat the seat belts is just—it's a little tough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you, know, you gotta suck in the gut a little bit. <laughs> oh, dude, it's the worst when like you're trying to like really get cinched down and you have to you have to breathe in yeah. the racket. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, it just it's doesn't. Yeah, but pizza is just delicious here. I can't help myself. Oh, and the bagels? Come on, man. Yeah, I had a bagel today. Egg everything bagel, toasted butter. Oh, it's a nice beautiful. coffee. Coffee Hell with yeah. some uh, sugar, cream. Mm. Sounds pretty good, man. Hell yeah. Sounds great. 
I, I wish I could say I had like the California version of that. Like what, I don't know. Was that avocado toast? And like, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, something like that. But um, I feel like every every time people talk about food, like and it goes back and forth, the first person from California be like In and Out Burger. We go to In and Out. Like, shut up. I get it. You got good burgers I, out there. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. <laughs> I had In and Out last night. <laughs> yeah, that's all you guys. You guys live for that. If you go, to, if you're a Catholic and you go to church, that's what you get for communion. You go up there and they give you an In and Out Burger. Like, you know, dude, that might be worth. It might be worth getting in a religion. The body of Christ. With, yeah. cheese, with, with cheese, please, sir. <laughs> with cheese. With cheese. Raw onion or cooked? I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, dude, I, I, there's one thing. So and speaking of that, and um, if we get time at the end or if we want to do it, we'll talk about my ferry flight. But one of the things that was in my head, I'm like, you know, if I had no reservations or um, uh, commitments to get back to the West Coast, I'd take two weeks – and I would just fly my way across the country from East Coast to West Coast yeah. and eat, like just eat my way coast to coast. Every state. Um, just do state literally. State. Yeah. Yeah. That's and just cool. like find the best spots. You know, that, that was like the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh man, I, get, I bet I could eat some amazing food on this trip, which yeah. I, you know, plan on, but I'm not going to make it food centric. But I think that's how I think. Yeah. Stop in Texas. I hear the food in Texas is just unbelievable. Like all the barbecue down there. Dude. So, um, airline flying i'd go to austin a lot and dallas fort worth yeah and man do the barbecue of, of course is incredible but you know texas does, does they, the food is incredible like it doesn't matter what you get i used to go to um this pizza place in deep alum which is like just like a suburb of uh um dallas yeah like just outside of dallas and that's where uh, Pecan Lodge is, which is like a really famous barbecue joint, which is incredible. But like in a block, like a one block radius, you have this like pie place that has like pie pies by the slice that are insane. Like you hear pie, you're like, okay, yeah, like cool. I'll get, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a slice of pie. But these are like incredible slices of pie. And then like this amazing pizza joint, barbecue, like yeah. uh, Asian food, like. It, yeah, and they do a I, lot of like, they like smoke their stuff for like, I don't know, like four years, like some ridiculous, not four years, obviously, <laughs> but like they do incredible stuff with brisket. Oh, I'm such a yeah. foodie. Oh man, we shouldn't, fuck I, I'm going to sell my extra and get like a big smoker, start smoking meat across the country. Let's do it. Let's do it. You can sell it and, you know, like actually make money instead of having, you know, a money pit with wings. <laughs> but I, I used to, um, I went, I did the whole, you know, I did um, Franklin barbecue in Austin and, um, Gosh, what is it? Salt Lake, Cooper's. Um, there's so many. There's so many there. But yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, 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 flying and food. It's so weird because like it makes me fatter and my verticals less because I'm just gravity just pulls me, you know, pulls my fat ass back to earth. But yeah, I just want it. Yes. I just I love it. I'm gonna go to yeah. competitions in Texas. If all you, any of you Texans out there are listening, post something about how good your food is at contests. Let's see what our outreach yeah. is. We say something like that. Maybe they'll post it on aerobatic pilots. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, um, that's a good segue to get into kind of some stuff we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, the I'm world like so has excited. so excited. What's I thought it? you were going to say the intermediate known stuff. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm going to say. Cool. Um, yeah. The world has lost its app. It has lost its freaking mind over the intermediate known proposed uh, intermediate known for 2020. There was so much love for that category. I love, I mean, it's a great category. There's no doubt, but. Well, I would almost argue that that's, so 
in my lay person um, little pea brain, I kind of put the 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 categories into um, I compartmentalize the categories a little bit. Yeah. So hear me out, and then you can you can tell me I'm a freaking idiot. Can't wait. So basic, I would, or I'm sorry, par- primary. Boy, back to basic days. When did that change? Why change um, it to primary? I don't know. I I still what call it basic. Even, but what does that even mean? Primary is like. Does that mean? Uh, obviously, it means what it means. But like basics, basic. I mean, it's such a cool like. Yeah. It's basic. Like, come join the aerobatics. It's basic. Yeah. No, I, I liked it. But yeah, yeah, I look at that. And I'm like, okay, like you're, you are new to aerobatics. You probably, you're more than likely, um, if not 100% going to have a safety pilot. You haven't done much aerobatics and you are new, completely new to the sport. Cool. Sportsmen, you know, uh, definitely like a grassroots category, you know, like people move up or don't even do primary and just such do sportsmen. Such a tough category. Such a tough category to win. So, Super tough. And I would say that's like, you know, um, what would I call it? Like, I don't know, like the meat and potatoes category. And I'd probably put intermediate in there too. Like, um, but definitely sportsman is like, you know, you're like gold, uh, gold category, right? Like you're a, what do they call that? Like, um, yeah, that's what everybody comes out for. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was, it's probably the mo- the highest participation category by far. Um, there's a lot of go there's a lot of action was- too on that category. Like everybody, like when the first scores come out, they're close. So people, are, you know, they're looking, they're trying to see like you know who scored what and how much they need to like win. So it really is a competition in that category. Whereas you know, intermediate with four pilot pilots, you'll get two or three, or you get two that will run away and be in the upper, and then two will be in the lower part of the. Uh, the scoring and it's like oh, okay well this guy's got to get the first or second it's not really exciting but yeah. like when the first yeah. this guy in sportsman zeros and drops down five positions it's like holy shit yeah it ends up it ends up like being exciting watching scores which yeah. is not something that you would typically be excited at, at like the, you wouldn't think it would be exciting in sportsman to watch scores i've always um, said i love watching sportsman i really do i actually really enjoy uh paying attention to um Sportsman and intermediate at nationals scoring, like just watching the scores. Yeah. Um, I've never been there to watch physically, which I, I would plan to and love to, but like just, just checking out the scores after each, you know, when they get posted, is like, that's a really fun um, category to watch, yeah. you know, um, there's, so many, there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. And then I put like sport, I put intermediate as like the last, like you want to do, aerobatics you want to do competition aerobatics but you're not you're not going to take it um you know competition is funny i would say advanced and limited is real competition aerobatics which is such an undersell of people that work really hard and compete their freaking ass off in, in sportsman and intermediate but do you know what i mean like how like, there's like a title shift after inter- intermediate where like obviously there's the teams you know having a team represent you is big yeah, um, but well, you really have to have a, a step up in in performance, in airplane, yeah. and and physical skill, and and your your um your fitness, obviously, but like and so many other things. Right. But like so intermediate is like that that last bread and butter for me, like in, in my mind. Right. So it's just a total different commitment. So advanced unlimited is is a much much bigger commitment, and like you said, so fitness financially. Um, 
time allowed it for practicing everything like that it's a huge huge commitment so yeah it's a totally different type of uh aerobatic competition like yeah we're still going upside down but you know you when advanced you kind of get away with not training as much but unlimited to be really competitive you have to eat sleep and drink unlimited to be to win you know you can get away with scoring and making it through totally but if you're looking to you know score first place or whatever you have to basically give up your whole life almost to, to do this yeah. to be that good. It's a total dedication. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. A total dedication. So, yeah. So, um, most people know, I guess, um, that pay attention to it, but the proposed known for intermediate in 2021 has removed the snap completely. And it has caused at least on the internet, um, ripples to say the least. <laughs> it was a pretty, oh my um, debated ready- topic. I was ready for it to be on Fox News right right outside the election, like proposed twenty twenty one intermediate. No, <laughs> I know what what states have the uh, the presidential candidates won, and then what is going on with the intermediate known? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so I it, I know the snap has been in for a long time, um, but I feel like I and I should have looked it up. I just, I just haven't. Um, where it has gone in and out. Or at least at, there was at one point where a snap was not in an intermediate. And it's been a while. Um, what are your thoughts on it? I have a lot of thoughts. So, Ooh. yeah, a ton of thoughts on this. And there's no right answer. You know, everybody um, can have their opinion. But this is what I think. Yeah. And this, this is what I experienced. So, when I first started doing competition, and, and I haven't been doing it as long as some, but I started in, um, I didn't do primary or basic. I did sportsman. I had been flying for a while and this sportsman known was, um, back in 2008, wasn't, wasn't too crazy. And I practiced it a lot and I didn't do a freestyle and there's no unknown. So you can train, you know, diligently and you can have a safety pilot and it's very safe and you could do really well if you practice a lot. And I did decent. So, you know, as far as, you know, making an argument to start in primary sportsman, you know, I, I'd argue I, I, that would be a fun argument, but what mm-hmm. I really enjoyed um, and what meant a lot was when I went from sportsman to intermediate, like I was really, there's a, a feeling of accomplishment with that. And it's a really nice jump to go into to a higher category, like in sportsman, intermediate, intermediate, advanced, advanced, unlimited. So when you were able to make a jump from sportsman to intermediate, it says a lot. And I think that, with the IAC or with these competitions, that's what's kind of lacking sometimes. And, you know, if you're allowing pilots to look at a sequence like this year's intermediate and it doesn't look too challenging and, you know, I'm going to tackle the whole thing about snaps, you know, still being a part in the unknowns and freestyle. Sure. But like, you know, if you put out a sequence without a snap, it gives the impression to somebody that says, Oh, you know, I can do this. You know, I can try Let me try to make this work. Cause sometimes when you have a snap in there or whatever, it just right off the bat, people don't want to even think about it. They're just like, I can't do it. So now yeah. you're kind of opening up the window for these guys to say, Oh, like, you know, I could do the known. And then like, I can yeah. come up with, I can make my own freestyle. I'll make it work. And then like, I'll deal with the unknown. I'll just deal and with there's it. There's no, exp- well, and so that, that does raise the funny question because you can put that in, in a free and you could, and it'll probably be in the unknown or maybe it won't be, but is that, that assumption might be a dangerous assumption for people. It's like, oh, it's not in the known. Right. It's not going to be anywhere else either. Um, this is the line that's drawn in the sand, but that's not, necess- that's certainly not um, r- written in any rule. Like they could yeah. certainly put it in the unknown. 
Yeah. And if it is in the unknown, you're trusting the judgment of the pilot. Say, I can't do that. I'm not going to fly it. I'll take the zero and keep competing. But at least now the door is open for expansion. So now, like, and I think what happens a lot with the IAC is, yeah, you do get people in sportsmen that have been there for the past 20 years and that are really good and will always be there. But they're, uh, you know, I would bet that there's a lot of sportsman pilots out there that spend five years or four years in sportsman, do really well, don't want to move up because either the snap or the sequence is just, it's way, it's just too um, intense, you know, uh, intense for them or whatever. And they get bored and they leave. So now with this sequence, you know, um, when I was looking at it, I'm like, this is great. Like, you know, there's no argument to say that like certain planes can't fly this now and can't do it. And I love it. I really love it. And then next year, maybe. Oh, I'll so, you're, so you're pro, you're pro, um, you're, you're pro no snap, you're anti-snap. For, yeah, I am totally, no. I mean, if it was there, I mean, I would make the argument that it's keeping people out. So like, at least now it's, okay. to me, it's it's letting people, you know, look at it and say, oh, I can do this. So now we have expansion. Now we have people that are willing to learn more, get better and stay in the sport for a longer period of time. And then, you know, they do good and intermediate and say like, oh, now they're learning snaps. They like snaps. What's to say that they're not going to jump to advance, you know? Right. and. And now get dabble in advance. And a lot of sportsman guys, you know, like I happen to like unknowns and a lot of sportsman guys, you know, don't even know how much fun an unknown can be or want to experience an unknown because the snap scares the shit out of them. So now it's like, oh, they get a taste of an unknown. Now they really like this and they, and it lights a spark. And, you know, there could be a percentage of that base that could grow and, you know, be the next national champion, whatever, you know, I think it's great. I really do because, I just think we need to grow to the bottom base. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. advanced, I just has been just way too, I wish it would go back to the 200 horsepower rule, to be honest. And I don't mind saying that out loud. No, and you're not, honestly, you're not the first person to say that. Yeah. Um, you're not even the, the second or third person, I think in that discussion group to say something like that. And it's, um, it's a good argument, you know? Um, and I, you make really valid points. So um, we talked a little offline about another issue that we're going to talk about on the podcast. Um, and just like that issue, I don't have an opinion either way on the snap versus no snap. I know people were super impassionate about, yeah. <laughs> about it one way or another. Um, I, and I'm, I hear both sides. You know, um, people being worried about category creep is an, is an interesting um, argument. But I really like your argument about, you know, actually um, – which I guess would be kind of the opposite where it's like, you want the separation of um, you want yeah. the separation categories for that. Not only that achievement level, but to, you know, to see, you know, making the gap bigger from intermediate and advanced maybe makes advanced more prestigious, but also opens up the door for people yeah. that are in sportsmen that would never have gone intermediate to yeah. go intermediate. And let's face it with advanced advance is So, far gone as far as you know it's not i it's just not it's it's way more than what it used to be so that's yeah. not that's not going to change is what i'm trying to get at but no, no. like it's, it's, it's got to prepare you for unlimited yeah i, I get total total another topic which yeah. is, is a great thing to talk about but with this intermediate thing it's so i i found it like when i moved up to that category and i was like wow i'm doing an unknown now i'm doing a free like it like it, there's a sense of pride and accomplishment with sure. it. It's, it's really cool. And I think if 
with the snow being put out without the snap, it's going to give people that feeling and it's going to reignite their passion for the sport that maybe have been, you know, just stuck in sportsmen and needed this little kick in the butt to do intermediate and said, yeah, I could do the known. Yeah, I could do the freestyle and I'll fucking, you know, I'll deal with the the unknown. I'll just deal with it, whatever, you know, and that'd be really cool to see. It'd be really great to see kind of a, um, a spike in intermediate well, we'll know, you know, if there's a spike in attendance and in intermediate in that category, you'll know yeah. right away. And I think that would be a, I think that's going to be the reason why, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, so I know it's being contested and um, I think it, we, we have until November 14th to comment so who, on it. Who's contesting it? Do you know? Well, I don't, I don't know of any names officially. I just, I, well, I, when I say contesting, I don't, again, I don't, I don't know of any, um, I don't know of any official contesting. I just know that you can you can comment on it. So I, okay. based on that that you know the thread on aerobatic pilots, um, I would imagine people are writing in and, um, you know, Michael Lentz is all ears. You know, he he's open to and they have. Um, he even said they have alternate um, knowns um, with the snap ready to go. So it's just a matter of voicing your opinion one way or another. Um, which you know. Um, urge everybody hopefully i mean they'll i'll release this today you know send your comments and you know um log into the site and and look up your officers and and send them an email i forgot who's would be the point man to to write a comment to on on that but yeah um, i think if you just go on the ic you know you can yeah if you if you have a good comment that they're going to receive you should be able to figure out how to get it to them i mean totally totally yeah you make you make super valid points I, i i hear both sides um you know the 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 snoot in me wants to be like, well, it certainly doesn't matter what maneuvers an intermediate. If you fly it like dog shit, is it doesn't matter. So the arguments of like, well, you know, if you're flying nines on everything, whether you're sportsman or inter- intermediate, you know, the the flying will speak for itself. You know. Um, yeah. And the other thing too is they. I'm looking on the website now, and I only see one proposed intermediate known. So like. And meanwhile, like there's like 30 comments, right? So on Facebook. So why aren't people submitting knowns that they like? You know, are they just waiting for waiting for a fire to start to, you know, to, to bitch and moan? Like submit, well, you some, know how submit some shit, and like be active and don't just bitch. Like these guys are working you, hard over there. Totally, totally. You know how it is, dude. Like everybody, you know, nobody yeah. else. I, I, and here's my one of my gripes with the IAC, and um, I think I talked about this on the last podcast is that. I'd love, I would just love to see the format change on how, um, I, I don't even know the right, the right lane to go, but I would just love to see a a bigger social presence from the IAC. Um, because you know, every year without fail, I start seeing comments like, Hey, uh, Hey, does anybody have the proposed knowns yet? I I heard they're out. I heard they're out. Hey, I heard they're out. We all know where to get them. I, at least I hope so. I mean, it's really easy to log in and get the proposed knowns or um, the final knowns, but nobody knows when they're released. And these are longtime IAC members that are like, Hey, uh, have they been released yet? Do you know, do you know? And it's like, it would be, just be really nice to have, you know, like almost like an app that would just, you know, notify your phone. Like, Hey, proposed knowns are out. Uh, you have a lot of comment. Yeah. Um, and I think that would solve a lot of these problems of people just complaining on a page that has no legal merit over <laughs> it's not uh, certainly not an, it's not an official source, right? Even though all the people that can make the changes would see those comments, 
it's not the it's not the avenue to in, enact change in the known. Yeah. So it's, yeah, and it's just it's a little, irrelevant. Yeah, it's a little screwy. Like if you go on the website now, and I'm not if anybody is listening that does the website, like I get it. You, uh, we're re- we're all really thankful that you that everybody's volunteer you know doing the website, but. You log, on, you log on and it's like, there should just be a drop down tab for sequences, but you got to go to yes. archi- archives, which is kind of weird. Why would you put sequences in archives? Yeah. And like then, the latest, like the 2020, the current known is in an, is in an archived page. Yeah. And then you click on that and you know, if anything, they should have the, all the proposals in this category, but to get to yeah. it, um, you got to read, I don't even think it's, Yeah. You just got to assume that it's in the meeting docs by, I guess, getting some knowledge from Facebook aerobatic pilots thing. And everybody's like, oh, it's in the meeting docs or whatever. Then you got to scroll there, drop down, tab that, scroll down, look through everything. And it's not very intuitive. All the um, way it, yeah. So it's like uh, people are going to be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of why I, w- I would love to see something that's a little more interactive within the IAC. Cause I think you would get more participation because there's just not a lot of, there's not a lot of avenue to participate, right? I mean, there's not, how do you know to comment on those? You know, nobody, there's no announcement that you can, I, I don't know. I, I would just love to see something like that change because I think you would get way more participation in, um, you know, oh, totally. commenting on these things. Yeah, if people um, had easy access to it and can just make a public comment. Yeah. You know, yeah, or, I, I think it would make it a lot easier. Yeah, and I think the end, the end product would be great. And you'd also have, you know, you would, you would see what your, your demographic wants. You'd see like, okay, like 80% or like eight out of 10 people want to snap. Well, we should go with yeah. the snap because we want to keep people in the sport, you know? Yeah. And, and Jeff's idea is completely stupid. Like that's fine. Well, and that's, that's the thing is like, you know, these, these organizations, right? EAA, AOPA, IAC. I mean, it's, they're, they're political organizations in the sense that, you know, they elect officials, they vote. It's a, it's a democratic in, 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 you know, loose terms, um, right. process. Right. So getting, you know, making it easier or even making it intuitive. I bet, I bet there's a measurable percentage of current IAC members that are long standing IAC members that have no idea that you can even comment on, on proposed knowns. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't shock me one bit. So and there yeah, also, it's like this thing that. about to uh, people are, you know, when I was, and I'm still very new in the sport, you know, but when I was super uh, new in the sport, I'd be afraid of like everything. I didn't want to make anybody mad. I still don't want to make anybody mad, but you know, sure. making your own opinion over a known is not going to get anybody's tail feathers all screwed up, you know? No. So um, I think if it was just a little bit more open, like, you know, and I see it too on, I, hate, I feel like I'm referencing Facebook a lot tonight, but like, you know, somebody will make a comment on a, um, you know, there will be a thread and somebody will make a comment on, and they'll specifically say like, this is, you know, in my opinion, right. And they'll say how they yeah. feel. And then you'll get one guy that comes on after and it's like, well, why, why would you feel like, are you kidding? Like, this is like how, whatever did you do? Like, it's just like, dude, like yeah. the guy's just like telling how he feels like, that's great. Like we want to know how people feel right or wrong. Like the guy could be a total dick, but like, at least, you know, where the guy stands. So now 100%. like, and if, and if now those people are going to be scared to say anything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. Right. Yeah. If that opinion is valid, you know, you, you want to, you want to foster that. And I, and I, you know, I'm sure we're all guilty. I've definitely been guilty of that, you know, <laughs> ask uh, somebody that owns a, you know, Smurf blue extra three thirty. you know, I've been pretty hard on him. Um, and, and, you know, I'll, I'll apologize if he hears this, you know, it's not the way, it's not the right way to do things. It really isn't, you know, it, um, 
we want people to have a difference of opinion. We want, you know, especially, I mean, and I say we, like as an ambassador of IAC, which I am not in any capacity um, other than I just love this shit. Yeah. Um, we want to be all in, we want to be including of everybody. And, and that includes their opinions, you know, and it might be, that's the thing is like, you know, this, this idea of like making it more accessible or making an app that just, you know, a chat no- or a notification just pops up like, Hey, Oh, the nuns are out. Cool. Hey, uh, just let you know, uh, three more days to, um, comment before yeah. we, uh, close it up. Hey, last day, you know, um, comments closed tonight at 6 PM, whatever. Um, that might be not very popular to a lot of people. I don't know, but, um, I, I think it, it can't hurt. It definitely can't hurt. And I think it gets people involved more and, and excited and, you know, feel like their membership's getting them some, I mean, you get yeah. a lot with the membership for what you pay. Let's be honest, but sure. you know, it's, it makes the club more active and, and less the, divided you know yeah yeah and and i think if people can figure out the pulse of what's going on you don't feel so you don't feel so um disconnected because i bet um you know in the bay area it for as much as the bay area california is the bay area california in terms of like it's the it's an epicenter for so many things you know chapter 38 is a it's a relatively small chapter and i'm a member and, and love the chapter and i'm i don't participate in the competitions that they participate in um not for any reason other than just life crap but um i can see you know the the legs of this regional chapter are, you know they don't go very far you know go up to oregon for um was it acrofest and yeah um you know D- apple valley borrego kalinga and that's that's you know, all we have out here and there's probably some chapters, like, especially like, like, I don't know how many chapters there are in Texas um, or some of these more higher Florida, for instance, you know, where you really have a large community where you probably feel more connected. Yeah. Um, some of these smaller chapters, I bet are feel pretty disconnected. You yeah. know? So that would be a good way to. And to take the load off the, uh, the people doing some of the stuff there too, you know? Keep totally. their chapter alive, everything like that. But um, but yeah, you know, back to what we were talking about with the intermediate. I think um, I'm I'm excited about it. I I, I you think have me convinced. Cool. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah, if you imagine being in sportsman for so long and then being like, oh man, like let's let's move up and I can do this. Like yeah, I, I would I would def- if this sequence came out while the year I I spent a couple more years in sportsman. I probably would have moved up earlier, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, you that's know. good. You know, whether, whether that's right or wrong, I would have done it. Well, here's well, here's why I like it. Now, now so you, again, I, I draw the, the delineation between intermediate and advanced is almost like primary sportsman intermediate is amateur. And I don't mean that in terms of flying or skill set at all, but I really do feel like advanced and unlimited you know, is more of a professional track competitor than, than your weekend warrior. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see a lot of people in advance. I mean, sometimes they shouldn't be in advance and it's dangerous, you know, cause there's a lot of funky stuff in advance, you know, you'll get like, you know, from straight and let, you'll get some type of vertical and you'll cap off at something. And then the next figure will be, you know, a push from level half loop down. And some people either just don't have the energy in the figure before they won't get high enough. And I've seen it, you know, and, you can almost like feel like they're thinking of doing it and it's scary. You're like, God, please yeah. don't push. Don't push. You're too low. Please. Don't. And it's advanced is a serious category. You really get hurt, you know? And, and also when you, ha- when you're flying an airplane that, you know, the maneuvers in 
up to, even in even the snap, you know, even like an avalanche is like that's a pretty safe way to snap. I I, I like I like the avalanche, you know, as yeah. far as um, you know, snapping when your energy is decreasing. You know, it's not a very it's not a violent snap, right? It's not a snap on a down line, um, right? Where you're you know you're increasing energy, um, but when you have an airplane like you know you take an airplane like uh, I don't know the extra is fine, but you know some of these maybe less forgiving airplanes, and you start introducing more complex. Um, control inputs where you're, you know, cross controlling and, and doing all kinds of weird stuff. Then when you start getting, uh, when you, when you have an error and a maneuver, things can go really bad. I mean, it's not just about dropping down the altitude. Um, you, you might be flying an airplane that doesn't have, <laughs> it won't you know, won't cover your, your sloppy flying anymore. Or it, yeah. won't, for, it, it won't be, it won't be as forgiving maybe, you know, um, in the maneuvers that you're doing um, in advanced. No, totally. I mean, you fly in an area like I do where I'm on sea level and then you go to a contest that's, you know, 5,000 feet and it's a hot, humid day. It's, it's a, it's a wake up call, you know, sure. and all of a sudden you and it's just the airplane's not performing. You're like, what the hell is going on? You're like, well, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, if, if the snap is, this is interesting because they're obviously this, 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 uh, there was a conversation that predated the change, right? This, this didn't just come out of nowhere and they're just like, ah, fuck it. No yeah. snap. I rule hit the gavel. This, this, <laughs> there was a, there was some, some metric that somebody approached the board with that makes these changes, the rule changes or the sequence changes and had some sort of, um, you know, some sort of reason Right to to make the change, and we don't know what that is. Um, it'd be great to know. You know, what if? I mean, I'm I'm li- this is I'm just literally making stuff up. But like, what if you know you start seeing? Um, I don't know if the ISC tracks this, but like at regional contests, and granted there weren't that many this year, but like maybe there's a lot of uh, wave offs and and knockoffs from the snaps and intermediate. Maybe they're seeing some trend of uh, of safety. Um, regarding intermediate and that maneuver i don't know maybe they're not um yeah but there's gotta be a reason i think yeah i really think and i it's just my elementary opinion i think it's it's to um to get more people involved and and to make it a little bit more um achievable so you know if somebody looks at something and says oh i i can't say the person can't fly two or three times a week they can only fly once or maybe like 0.5 on average then like they're gonna stay in sportsman but yeah i think it just makes it it's it's more achievable and it's i to me it was really eye-opening and and i was really happy about it because you know there's some other stuff in intermediate i think there's a quarter up um what else is there i actually have the uh i thought i had the sequence in front of me i I can't remember yeah but um there's a roller in there um what a ninety roller? Yeah, there's a roller. I mean, that's not easy. No, for some. I no. mean, and it's exciting to learn, you know. And I think that's that's what it is. And and just to go back and repeat it again, you know, I hate saying it. I think that it's. I think there's some people in sports and right now that are looking at this and are excited for the springtime to come to start practicing, or at least sure. try it out, you know. And sure. you know that might turn into something. I think advanced is is not going to change ever um if anything maybe get harder which is unfortunate 
Um, well, you, advanced and unlimited is is at the subject to what the world is doing. That's I mean, that's what's really unfortunate. Yeah, you, know, you, you lose the national, like the national security blanket at intermediate because nobody's doing intermediate on a. You know what I mean? Like nobody's flying to, you know, France to compete in intermediate. At least yeah. that I know. <laughs> and you know, there's some. I won't mention. I'm not going to call anything out on this because it's again, we're just talking and having fun. So I don't want people yeah. to take this seriously. But you know, there's certain sequences or unknowns out there that advanced airplanes, say like an S1T or you know an S2B, that when they put them out, you either have to come in like the space shuttle from twenty thousand feet with with that kind of energy to make it through. And you still can't start at the bottom of the box. So, you know, you get into things where this person in the pits could be flying just nines and tens, but because they have to start higher, those nines and tens turn into sevens and eights because it's just not great visibility to judges and their presentation score, you know, will suffer. And meanwhile, that guy is, is a just re- total, total great pilot. Flying his ass off. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that that's a that's a really shitty. Uh, I mean, it just I guess it's just a sign of the time because it wasn't always like that. That's the point, and that's no. why unlimited should be unlimited. And yeah, it's fucking hard unlimited, and that's the point. But like yeah. advanced should be more than intermediate, which it is. But it shouldn't be te- you know weighing totally over towards unlimited. And I hate. I don't want to. I hope I don't sound like a dick because no, you don't. I'm just, it's just what I'm thinking, you know, cause I'm trying to like look beyond bias here and I could see how it turns off people because yeah. it's just, I don't want to say it's not fair, but like, it's, it's kind of not sometimes. I mean, you put some of these figures in like, you know, some type of downwind half loop with some flicks on top and the, and a hot day, high DA, whatever. And yeah. the plane's struggling and now they got to, you know, and then they got to run their airplane like freaking crazy you know so they're putting all oh, they're going full smash yeah yeah so they're putting all this stress on their motor which is not uh, you know it is what it is but it's it, whatever and you know it's just it's 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 not right so you know i don't want to say make advanced easier because it's still a fun category to fly once you fly for a couple of years it's really no big deal but you know i wish they would make it uh, Make it whatever, but I just wish it would go back to the way it used to. I really do because back in the '90s or '80s and early 2000s, really early 2000s, you know, unlimited was a great category, and you had people, you had eight to ten pilots that that could score really well in unlimited that would show up to nationals. And I forget what the numbers were for regionals who would show up, but you know, we had a really good crop of unlimited pilots to choose from, and I think that you know, possibly people got into advanced. Were able to do it, did well, maybe saved up some more money, or if they had money, bought something that with more performance and jumped into unlimited because they got a good, yeah. they they got a taste of something more. And just like sportsmen, pilots are going to get a taste of something more that's not too crazy, and they're going to bump up. But now but it's they like need a taste. they need a taste, and like now with yeah. intermediate, that guy, and this is really premature to talk about, but now that guy flying intermediate, doing well, now it's like you look at advances, it's like what the fuck, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it, no, it's so true. And what what it does too is it um it almost it like it, again like how I how I compartmentalize the categories. Somebody coming in is like, whoa! You're telling me I can compete in primary sportsman and intermediate? Like that's that's cool. That's three categories. That's like I can see a path. Yeah. Of um of of competing, whereas 
if somebody has an airplane that maybe doesn't, they don't want to snap. I mean, snap, snap rolls are really that like that, that funny pivotal maneuver where like either the airplane can't do it, the airplane can't do it well, or the airplane can't do it um, over and over and over again without exerting problems, you know? And I really do. Yeah. I point, I, I blame the super D for this. Cause like, I mean that airplane, it, it's in the book. It can, you can snap it, but if you snap it, even in the, in the envelope and do it by the book, the airplane just starts to exhibit issues. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, small, it's a small envelope. And, and, and is. what you're leading up to is if that snap is placed in a different, um, in a funky figure in the sequence, you know, yeah. now all of a sudden you're playing with power possibly, or you're, you're, you're doing something to try to get, you know, more, it's just, it's just, it's not right. And yeah. now I think I, I got to look at the rule. I hope it sounds stupid, but I think the rule book, you, I think they have half snaps in intermediate, which I think is ridiculous because that's crazy. It is because at the half flick to do a really good half flick, it takes, it took me a long time to really get, get decent at it. You know, that's an advanced maneuver. I mean, I know there's yeah. some advanced quote unquote advanced maneuvers like a snap roll, I guess would, would fall into a category of an advanced, not advanced category, but an advanced aerobatic maneuver. You know, and like to have a half snap, that's that's solidly like you're, um, you're throwing so much at these guys. You're throwing so now yeah. in intermediate, you're throwing snaps, half flicks, rollers, and then on top of that, the biggest and the hardest thing that they're doing is the unknown. You know, yeah. and that's like that's the unknowns when you first start flying unknowns. Um, you know, it's it's nerve wracking at first, and you know you want to do good, and you don't know what you're getting, and you know it's a lot for a pilot that hasn't done them in a while to compute wind and positioning all less than 24 hours for these guys that barely, you know, I've been flying that much and this is new to them. So you're throwing a lot at them and, and I could see how it could be a turn off to somebody that says, you know, from that say 35 to 50 demographic, that's you finally got enough money to do it and they're taking time away from the family, but they don't have too much time to practice at home. And they're like, I can't do intermediate. It's not safe. I can't, I don't have time to learn half flicks, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> so they'll stay in sportsman and then eventually leave. Yeah. Yeah. I almost, you know, I almost think like anything in intermediate and below should be the, whatever maneuver it is, it should be the plain vanilla version of it. Now, like yeah. what I mean is like no half or three quarter anything's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, a plain vanilla snap from straight and level fine. Um, or avalanche as it's the maneuver fine. But like, yeah, like, you know, what are you, what are you gonna start doing? Half, like, you know, half snaps on the downline at intermediate, you know, like that's, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at it now and you know, there's a lot there's there's some really cool stuff that is going to be new to a lot of people going into this category as far as, you know, ascending quarter roll up. Um from there it goes into a one and a quarter spin into a pull to 45 which is in a decathlon. That's a long pull and a lot of G. That's a long pull. Man. Yeah, that's a tough one. And then you got a quarter down later on, figure eight, figure nine is another quarter up Humpty. So, you know, you have to fly with energy to me to, to position this well. And, and if you're in an underpowered airplane and you got a 45 hammer, like there's some cool figures in here and it's, it's, not, it's not easy. And it's a, yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a fun sequence. And I think, and it's you know, cool. if, yeah. If, and if the, if the snap is, is like causing, you know, the, I mean, they should be fun, right? Even if you're getting the shit beat out of yourself, um, the, the secret, it should, this should be fun. Yeah. You know, people should enjoy doing it. And that does sound fun. And it certainly, you know, um, so coming into this again, I didn't have, I, I don't have an opinion one way or another, or at least I have, I'm very neutral on the opinion of 
you know, snap or no snap. You've really convinced me. Um, I, I love your argument. I really do love your argument. Oh, cool. Thanks. It's no, I, I really do. Um, because I, I'm what, who you're speaking to, not, you're not speaking to me in, in terms of, um, snaps, but, but you're, you know, you know, I, I've been saying this, I think I said this every podcast about getting more and more people involved in that. There's obviously a big problem in mean, every, you know, Rob Holland talked about it. You've talked about it. We talk about it all the time. Um, you gotta get them to stay too. What's that? Yeah. They, they got to stay. I mean, they gotta stay. that's harder than some, that's sometimes it's harder than getting them to even, you know, you can get them to come and fly. How do you get them to stay and make it look Absolutely. really good? Yeah. And yeah, what's your rate of retention? What is your, what is your return customer percentage? You know, it's like, this is, this should be, and hopefully, you know, um, they can start looking at this stuff of like, what does it take to retain somebody? And maybe this is it. Maybe that is the, the metric that they approach. Like, Hey, we're, we're seeing a, a weird drop off at intermediate um, competitors across the country or, or whatever it is, you know, maybe they did see that. And they're like, you know, this is the way we can probably, yeah. you know, entice people to move up, entice people. to. And stay. then you have all those people in intermediate now that have been flying it, that they're probably pissed because it's like too easy for them now. Well, it's like, well then, you know, move up then asshole, move up. If it's too easy, move up. You know, totally. like or, you know, that, was a little, that, that was a little harsh. I didn't mean it like that. I was just no. meaning like it would increase maybe somebody like this going to advanced or you know, you know the category can't be made tailored to each individual pilot. The category has got to be made no. so that the base can keep growing, and this gives access to that that huge base of sportsman pilots that you can pull from. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, totally. Um, and it's interesting. Like um, I, I posted or. I forgot who sent it to me. Rob might've sent it to me, but it was the screenshot of like how sequences, like the airplane sequences are made for. And intermediate is, you know, a decathlon, 150 horsepower decathlon is what that sequence should be built for. Yeah. As far as a, a, I think a, that's a, great. You know, a base airplane. And I, I do too. Um, now I think a super, I think a deca- 150 horsepower decathlon can snap. Um, I'll make that argument. But I also think, are we, are we put, do we want to push the limits of these airplanes? Cause I really do feel like snaps into decathlons and super decathlons are not, it's just, I, I mean, I've done them. It's not something I don't think about. Yeah. I, I, tell, I tell people not to do them. I mean, I, I tell people not to do them too. Um, every, every time it, our, our super D came back from a competition, it had leaky fuel tanks every single freaking time. Yeah. I mean, they cut the fuel tanks out of those things and rewelded them every freaking competition because you know, they had three or four people going down and, and doing intermediate and, and just, you know, it's so hard on, um, on, on the decathlon in particular. It is. You know, it's, not re- it's not hard on, on much of anything else above that. You know, I, I wouldn't, you know, it's, I, I will, I'll back, I'll backtrack. I'll actually, I'll recant that completely. It's a, it's the hardest maneuver on an airplane. Um, but obviously, you know, extras and even pits and things like that can withstand, the the onset g and, and and hard harsh g um of the maneuver itself depending on how fast you're doing it but obviously the gyroscopic forces and the and the load on the crank and the prop mm-hmm. um it's it's that's a hard maneuver to do it is. I mean, on an airplane it's really hard on the airplane it is i mean with the decathlon i mean i think in in a in an avalanche scenario where the plane's loaded and you're yeah. you're doing a little bit um it's a soft pull. Yeah, I think it could, it would be okay. Um, but yeah, like a half flick at <laughs> the Gathlon, like 150. Like, <laughs> it's just like, come on. Give a, give a half flick on the upline. Yeah. Just 
Yeah. I don't know about that one. I might be wrong. Maybe I don't know. No, but like they put half flicks in intermediate, right? I don't remember seeing one. Shoot. I um, I've only seen like total um, idiots right now. <laughs> no, I, you know, here's the thing. There was a point when snaps were not in intermediate and then they were added and this became a big talking point years and years ago. Um, I don't remember half flicks in intermediate, but it wouldn't, I mean, it could it could totally be possible. I, I've only seen I've only remembered um, since I've been paying close attention of avalanches and then just upright snap inside you know an inside snap. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know the, an avalanche is like it's safe. You know, like, I'm 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 on board with that, but I'm also on board with it not being in there at all. You know why? You know, it's one of those things I'm sure across the country every year people are like, man, I just wish they'd take this out or I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to roll the avalanche instead of snap it and take yeah. the hit or I'm not going to do it. So if that's happening enough, what just fucking take it out. Just yeah. take it out. Just let just people have it. fun. Yeah. Let, then, them, let them live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not even like, I meant like have fun. <laughs> yeah, no. have fun. No, I knew what you meant. Let them, let them survive. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know, put a put a plain vanilla snap or an avalanche in, in advance. I mean, you already got what you know other snappy, flicky things in advance. But you know, yeah. And I'm looking at the sequence still, and it's yeah. There's no flick, but like there's some like, you know, if there's three or four or five guys in intermediate flying the sequence, it's going to be hard to win. And you want, you know, you don't want like. 10 people to show up in intermediate and only three can snap. So now all of a sudden, like those guys aren't going to be vying for a trophy, which is exciting. So it's like, it's kind of like a a downer. So this is going to be a tough category. If you get a lot of people that show up in 2021 to fly intermediate, it's going to be, it should be pretty close as far as the scores after the first flight with the sequence, which is great. That would be the big variable, right? I mean, that would be the one where either people do it really crappy or, or are limited by airplane um, to do one that looks well enough. You know, yeah. um, so now that you take that variable out, I um, I'm, I'm for it, man. I'm for it. And I, 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 yeah, you've, you've swayed me. I made a believer, a believer. Yeah. No, a believer. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> shout out to, shout out, shout out to Justin Biebs. The Biebs. The Biebs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I love it, man. Let's, I, I'll be curious to see, hopefully. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to see what happens if they leave it in or um, I'm sorry, if they leave it out or if they, you know, they, the final has a snap in it. Um, it'll be interesting to see, but it'll be, I hope if it does stay out that, you know, we get to see in 2021 that um, whatever they were going for, hopefully that we see one way or another, whether it worked or not. Can and you I think? You're right. Yeah. Can you set up a poll on that uh, group page? I'd be curious. Yeah, what and I, think I, I think I did. For the intermediate thing? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can. Um, I'm just going to look on it right now to see if I can find polls here. That'd be really interesting. I hope people would vote um, too. I, th- I I think I did. Let me see. Because I'm curious, like what what people think. I mean, I just this is just what I think, and it could be completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, I no. I, I like it. I think when I saw um, more people voted for snaps, um, but let me see if I can find within the page here. Yeah, hopefully there's more than like 30 people. Hopefully you get like 50, get a good good group so you can really gauge it. Yeah. Let's see here. Don't mind me. I'm just going <laughs> to look at this here because I want to try to – I don't know how to find it by um, 
by pull like you can't search polls which sucks i don't think you did uh, it are you sure you did no i'm never sure of anything yeah but i'm, I'm almost positive i did oh. <laughs> i'm almost positive i did group insights recommendations oh i don't know where yeah there's so much in here um i let's see here anyway um there i think i did do a poll because I, I posted it twice i posted that um um yeah. i posted the known and then I, I think i posted a poll on it yeah but yeah, it's got some cool stuff. I mean, P loops. It's a, it's a cool sequence. I like it. I might even fly it just for fun. I didn't mind it. I thought it looked fun. So yeah, well, I guess we'll see what happens with that, huh? Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, there's yeah. a lot, and there was a lot of stuff that came out. I, there was a thing with uh, Siva. With I didn't even know that they were voting for the women thing. I didn't either. Right. I didn't either. Um, what do you think yeah, about that? Some- Somebody, somebody had kind of uh, <laughs> set the world on fire in that one too. Yeah. Uh, shall remain, remain nameless, but um, so yeah, so I guess what they're doing is there, there's a vote, um, or they're going. I think they're going to vote on whether to rem, um, to combine the men and women's categories. And my thought on it is similar to the intermediate thing: is I, I hear arguments from both sides, and I understand. Um, my initial feeling is I'm certainly love the separation of a category to give women the chance to, to compete with each other. Cause right. You know, this is, you know, best man, best woman, um, you know, sport competition, aerobatic flying. Yeah. Sport. Um, but also where, where I kind of diverge from that is, uh, you know, it's not a, it's not a, it's not football. It's not baseball. It's not. It's not a physical sport. It's not fighting. You know, this is a this is a testament of skill, and to see who the best is really doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. In my opinion, no, it doesn't. Um, and actually, if anything, uh, women have an advantage. Smaller, lighter. They're light. Well, you know, statistically, they're lighter. They take, yeah. they're better with G tolerance. That's a fact. I was just going to say their physiology. Yeah. It takes G's way better. You know? Um, so, I mean, you can make arguments both sides and I think it, this, you know, we're 2020, which is a fuck of a year. And <laughs> there doesn't need to be this, it, it, this feminism and all scrap, like every just compete and whoever is the best will win. Like if there's a true handicap from female to male, let me know because I don't, I don't know what it could be in aerobatics. I really don't. And I know. So you're saying like that, that's like the argument to why, why people are against combine or like why, why they would be convinced against combining it um, would be because of that. Right. Because they, they don't want to be, they want their separate, they want a separate category. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, what else would it be? And yeah. why why can't we all just compete together? It's just, first of all, it's it's a diminishing sport, number one. So like and there's not a lot of female turnout, which Which I think is the reason for this, by the way. Yeah. And that's a problem. I get it. Like there should I would love it, you know, if if it grew I'm not against anything like that. Absolutely not. But why do we need men, you know, in a world today where like everybody's equal and this and that? Like let's let's all play in the same sandbox and let the let the best be the best. And like I just don't get it. I mean, some of the female pilots like Svetlana and um, 
whatchamacallit, um, trying to think of uh, some other female pilots. Um, I just, she's like always the first female pilot that pops into mind. <laughs> um, well, she's a, she's a phenomenal pilot. I mean, well, look at, you know, Patty's not a. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you know, I drew um, a blank on that. But yeah, like her, you know, she's, she's an incredible pilot and and she would, I have no doubt if she, if she put her mind to it now, she would come out and start whooping, you know, anybody's ass. Oh my God. She's kick-ass. Her, Um, um, she was good. Uh, Linda Morris, he was phenomenal. Diana Hakala, uh, unfortunately, you know, Jenny Clayton, unfortunately she passed away. Um, Freaking top notch, like incredibly, like that would kick the, kick the shit out of men. Like, and it shouldn't matter. Like, and like, I'm not going to an aerobatic contest thinking I want to get the men's category. Like, no, that's I that this doesn't happen. So just everybody yeah. show up, and if you fly better and you win, then you win. And if there's some by you know some political bullshit going on where because you're a man or a woman and you score lower, then it should be addressed. But you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. And uh, you know, I haven't been, I haven't seen it happen. Not to say it hasn't, but let's just. Just one category, one winner, and you know, and I think that'd be great if a woman, you know, won overall. I think it would do that'd a be lot. Incredible! It would. Do oh my gosh! Everything should become an instant rock star. I mean, like that. That's it'd be huge. It'd be you know, it'd be huge, and it's it's totally possible. It's not even that it's like oh man, you know, when we talk about a, a woman beating a man, it's not like talking about UFC. Like holy, that would be fucking crazy. You know, yeah. a woman knocked out a dude. This is this is a pure. It's a pure skill driven. Um, sport. So, uh, yeah, that's where I go. Like, combine them. You know, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't do anything to diminish any um, female aerobatic competitor, uh, competitors that uh, to to combine it. I don't think. And it's um, hard. It's hard for you and I to talk about. We we need to get a female. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the aerobatic female pilots on here and just be like, hey, like, what's up? Like, what do you think? What do you think about this? Like, what do you want? You know, we've heard, you know, from a couple people what they want. Like, what's your opinion? What's your take on it? Like, how do you feel when you've been at contests? Like, how are you treated? Or like, do you, you know, things like that, that like, I just, I mean, how do you, how do we really find I have no doubt that sexism exists and all, all the same shit that exists in the corporate world or the, just the normal world. Right. I have no doubt that it, that, that exists in aerobatics and, and women are subject to it. I have no doubt. Um, I have no doubt. And it sucks. But what I like, I look at like, you know, the way the IAC handles competition. Um, there's a woman's team that goes and competes, but as far as um, scoring, e- even at nationals, right. That's, it's all just whatever in category that, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so I guess this, this probably does stem from other aerobatic sanctioning bodies having separate categories. And I don't know how many do and how many don't. Uh, around the world, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. About and do, does does Siva have? Um, do they compete? I mean, do they separate categories like that even in, at the regional level? Do you know? I don't. Well, I don't think Siva is in charge of regionals. I think like the French has the FFA, the Russians have the the Russian. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking now. Like in 2011, I'll do this live. Um, 2011 overall individuals, they had five female pilots at the World Unlimited. So it went Svetlana, Lemmerdant, I never get her last name right, Elena Klemovich, Cathal Bollinger, and Heike Sauls. So there's four there. Then if we go to, like, um, I guess it's odd years, right? Uh, 2015 in Shadaru, or there's like, 
I see so many people. Gosh, was that 2015? Well, they had it twice. Uh, general results, female. They had seven in 2015, and it went, oh, it's Svetlana, Melissa Pemberton, Elena, uh, Melanie Estelles. So, it's seven pilots oh. there. So, it seems like it's been under 10. And, it, yeah. you know. It costs money to keep these. It costs money to keep it separate. I mean, it really does. It does. So it's got, this must be money driven. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I think it's numbers. I think it's more numbers driven, but you know, you I'm, not, so? I'm not a female. So like I haven't experienced being a female. I don't, um, I don't plan on being a female <laughs> these days. Maybe. You do love Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I, you know, it's from, it's just an outsized perspective. What I think I, I wish that everybody yeah. would be in the same category. I think it'd be great. Just, you know, for just being equal or whatever, but, um, yeah. I'm not a female, so we'd have to get somebody to to really talk for for females. Can I say? Female? I got to reach out to Patty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to try to reach out to Patty and get her on the podcast. One because she's fucking awesome. Yeah. And two because um, I would love to talk to her about this because, um, you know, it's interesting to hear I'm from sure somebody. She had. I mean, all those females they had to have experiences, you know, in worlds where, you know, where it's it'd be great to hear, you know, what would form her opinion on it, you know, just from her experience. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm going to reach out to her. Cause uh, I mean, hell, maybe I can just bring my microphone and, you know, go out to St. Augustine and get my airplane and then just record before I leave. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to be in Florida actually uh, leaving tomorrow morning and I'm coming back Friday. Are you serious? Yeah. Going to Disneyland. Oh snap, dude. Um, I, I, uh, no pun intended on the oh snap. Maybe I'll, that, that does the title for the podcast. There we go. Oh snap. <laughs> oh, snap. Um, That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. My loaner 430 comes for the airplane. So the airplane's done. It's had uh, three flights on it. It's ready to be picked up. And of course, a freaking tropical storm is coming in. It's going to like park its ass like right over northern Florida yeah. uh, pretty soon. But um, I, I might fly out Tuesday to oh, go cool. get it. Where are you flying into? So, jet, jet. Fly to Orlando and then uh, drive up more than likely. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's not a bad drive. It's under two hours if you don't hit traffic. Yeah. That's what I used to do. Yeah. Is I used to fly out of Long Island instead of going into the city for the airplane. So you go to, there's like a small regional airport, but they don't, they go into Jacksonville, but it's a layover, but there's a direct into Orlando. So instead of dealing with the traffic and commute to JFK in the city, I just fly out of here and then deal with the drive. You know, it's an easy drive from Orlando to St. Aug. That's not bad. Yeah. 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 That's not, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, my airline flies into Orlando so I could, it's an easy jump seat on, on my, you know, company metal, as they say, yeah. um, to head out there and, and try to get this airplane going West. But, um, yeah, I, you know what? I think maybe I'll reach out to Patty, um, today. Yeah. She's and, awesome. And, and she flies so good. She flies so good. She's so fucking good. I know this is so, it's such a stupid cliche or not even cliche, but like, it's, it's like, I'm not saying anything worth a damn, but because everybody knows it. I'm not saying anything groundbreaking, but I, I just have always, always loved her flying. She's an incredible, incredible person and incredible pilot. Yeah. So and she's great to get her for us. Very, uh, very, very good. And uh, I got to see her fly a couple times in the uh, in that practice box in St. Augustine, and she was kind of having fun, but um, just she rips, dude. Really fun to watch. Really fun to watch. Yeah. I think, I honestly think, she, I'm sure she has zero desire to do it now because she, you know, uh, been there, done that. But like, I really do think if she like, you know, turn, turn the, put, put the other hat on and, and started doing competition again, that she would, um, 
She'd win. I, I really think so. Yeah, no, she'd win. She she's really good. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Huh? I don't know. I, here's the here's again. Here's the other you know another shitty thing. It's like nobody had any idea that that was going on until somebody made a video of it. And I still have no idea when voting closes or what what the process is there or what's going to happen, which is yeah. kind of you know unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I I love to get a take on it from a different perspective. So, but I'll try to get Patty on and 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 yeah, yeah. And there's another girl down in in Florida who's doing. She's the the president of IC the uh, Florida chapter, and she's got a really cool oh. cool two thirty, and uh, she'd be. Um, really cool to talk to because then she can get her word out about her chapter and you know pick Renee, up. right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, she's cool. I've talked to her. I've just like messaged her online um, uh, about her two thirty. Um, yeah, I would that, love to fly two thirty. I've never flown one. Me too, I, dude. I want to fly the two thirty and the two sixty. I mean, I want to fly all the extras, but that'd be great to like get them all together. It'd be really cool. You know that, I mean, Oshkosh does, um, maybe they've already done one for extra, but like, you know how they do like the anniversary of whatever. Um, I was going to fly my buddy's S1. He was going to like, we were going to kind of like tag team and try to get his S1 out to Oshkosh for like the 50th anniversary of Pitts. Oh, neat. Um, we should do, we should have like an extra, like a national extra get together. Yeah. Like a fly-in. <laughs> this, yeah. I mean, so there's, fun. there's a ton of them, so it shouldn't be too hard to get a bunch. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I might re- um, reach out to her too. Like that, she'd be a good, she'd be a great person to have on the podcast. Just anyway, but um, there's so many good people. I mean, I'm looking now too, and like something popped up on my feed with uh, Matt Chapman flying a Pitts S1S. I mean, that's badass. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah. He said it's been 30 years since <laughs> so he's flown one. It's freaking awesome to hop in a single seat Pitts after 30 years and just like rip it up. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Do they do? Pretty cool. Do they do pea stripping on Pitts? Because every time I see it online, it's always on like a monoplane or something. Do you, what do you do with pitzes, you know, like voodoo wise to make it, make it, this whole peace strip talk. And by the way, I don't use peace strip. I'm, I've been clean for about a week now. That's congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I, you went to peace strip, your, your peace strip clear. I am clear. I took it off after all this talk. And, um, wow. Yeah. I'm going to go pick up my coin in about a week. My uh, congratulations! Wow, that's you. a big achievement. I feel better. I actually, you? Yeah. I feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, I, um, I didn't relapse because it's the first time I've stuck peach strips. On, well, I didn't actually stick peach strips on my airplane, but um, with my airplane getting done down at uh, Southeast Aero, they, um, they peach strip. They, they did like three inches on the outer uh, aileron tips, um, and said it flies amazing with it. So I, I'm actually excited because. Wait, did you say uh, just? Just the tip, just the tip, just okay. to see how it feels. <laughs> just to see how it feels. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I never, you know, it was all my always on my list, and I was just so lazy. I, I, um, I didn't tune the spades on that airplane, and I didn't p strip it. I'm going to get back to your question on the pits, because um, uh, it's that's a really fun discussion. Yeah, um, you know who's really uh, funny online talking about p stripping is uh, Alan. Yes, he's really. Funny. <laughs> I love that guy. I got to get him on too. Oh, he's awesome. He is such a cool guy. I really like him. He's such a good guy. The mustache bandit. Yeah. Oh, he's got a beautiful mustache. Um, oh, just a, man. He's he's got a caterpillar that rivals <laughs> the best of them, and he can fly the shit out of his Giles too, which is cool. Yeah, he's a really good pilot. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I never, um, I never, uh, piece stripped. I was always too lazy to like really tune the spades and, and get the airplane to fly the way I wanted it to fly. And it sounds like it is, which I'm, I'm going to be excited to report back on, on how, you know, the difference, but going to the pits. So I have never heard of people piece stripping like an S one or S two B C, um, flavor. I have seen blocks on a super stinker, but I don't think it's really common. Um, you know, the, like the S two B and C have a dihedral on the bottom wing. And that, I tell you what, man, that airplane has a, has a beautiful centering to it. Um, I've flown an A. I've flown an A a little bit. Um, yeah. Never alone, but you know, from the back and everything. And I never understood why people love pizzas. I really didn't. And then I flew as soon as I, we got off the ground and it, it was so, it was the nicest airplane I've ever flown in my life. I mean, as far as control harmony, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Really. No, they, man, Curtis really got that right uh, when he built that airplane. You know, having, having a swept upper wing and then a bottom wing with dihedral is, gives this crazy at least i'm talking uh uh yeah a b and c would have that same wing um similar wing um just different tips this taper versus the uh rounded um but yeah you know that that i think that dihedral on the on the bottom wing gives such good stability and centering um the control harmony is incredible but i i totally agree with you i you know a lot of people like ah pits whatever they're fun yeah, I, I, you can't knock it till you try it. Absolutely, no, and they and they fly really, really nice. They, uh, you know, they're they're squirrely, which is a always a problem. Um, you yeah. know, take off anyways. They're they can be a handful depending on the model, but I, you know, once you learn them, it's like like anything. Like it's like learning how to speak Cantonese. Like once you learn it, you 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 know it. You know, and then you, it's just like any other airplane. Um, it's just not easy, I guess. Is you know, it's maybe not the easiest landing airplane, but it's once you learn it, it's fine. Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's it's not as easy as some others, but it's not it's not uh, it's not um, impossible or really challenging. No. You know, if you just you just got to get set up the right way. If you're all messed up with it, um, you're gonna get you're gonna be in for a ride. But just yeah, set up everything good, and and you'll be good. When I used to teach in it, I used to say garbage in, garbage out. Like if you start crooked or start the takeoff wrong. It's not, it doesn't get much better. In fact, it most, it most times it gets worse and the landing is the same way. You know, if you start bonking up the landing, it's hard to get it to go better. Um, unless you have like a lot of experience and you just make, maybe you bounce it or something a little bit, but typically it's like, if you, if you start whatever process you're doing wrong, it's not, it's going to get wronger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I don't know. I wouldn't know of a reason to piece trip that airplane, to be honest with you. You know, like it doesn't roll fast. It doesn't roll as fast as you want it to already. Yeah. And then it's just smooth. Um, it's just such a smooth. And it's plane. smooth. Yeah. The control harmony is perfect in that airplane. I, I wouldn't say it's perfect in like the 300 L or my midwing. I wouldn't say harmony's perfect. I, uh, they, there's a lot of things right, but I would say that the, the pits is damn near perfect in, um, you know, there's just no excess of one control surface in a pits. Right. No, totally. Um, it feels like re- really nice and it centers really nice. So yeah. So they don't piece trip. So they're, they're on the clean wagon. They're on the clean, clean wagon like you. So what, what made you, uh, what got you off, off the train? You know, I was at the airport one day and, you know, I'd been online and I was looking at everybody posting about piece trip this and that. And then I remember thinking, 
I think uh, Jim Burke was saying it. He was saying that, like, you know, the person that won the world, like, has just a stock SC. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to rip it off and see what happens. And I took it off and um, I changed um, one of the washers on one of the spades just to a little bit thinner of a washer. Just, um, it was, I think it was the right, the right spade. And just to tweak that a little bit more. And I took off and went flying and it was great. I mean, you can actually, I'm not an engineer, but I was told that with P-strips, you're going to get, I heard from somebody 20% um, more roll rate without P-strip, but I think yeah. the real number is five and 10%. But I noticed the difference. There's definitely a difference. And you can feel it. And it worked out good for me. I mean, I got lucky. I mean, cold turkey. <laughs> what what spade? <laughs> One shot deal, huh? That's it. Yeah. Um, what, I'm what, really bad at rigging. So, I, you know, whatever I do, I do like in microscopic, you know, increments. Um, sure. You know, what but, was, what was your setup on the spade uh, prior? And then like, what did you, did you add a washer or did you move a washer, remove a washer? Like what, did, what did you actually do? I just changed the size of one of the washers. I had a little bit of left roll tendency in the, uh, okay. in the airplane. So I just um, decreased the angle of attack on the right one. And wait, I think, yeah, I think so. Something like that. I don't know. It's getting late, but, um, yeah, yeah. and just took the uh, left roll out and, um, it was, it flies great and I like it. I mean, it was to the point I went flying and, um, just did a bunch of stuff and then I landed and I'm like, Oh wow. I forgot. I took the peace strip off the other day. That begs the question, you know, like everybody talks about like making an airplane feel the way, um, you know, customizing it to you. Right. And then we do all these things and you, it makes you wonder like how much of it really does help, uh, physically or how much of it is mental. Now it, it doesn't automatically install centering in your mind when you P strip the aileron. Um, but it, it does kind of, it gives you, you, know, a, buffer. you a buffer. It gives you a buffer, but if you're, you know, if you're rolling the airplane and, um, you're quick with the stick and, um, Centers, center will always be center, um, whether it's a huge yeah. center, luckily for some people, or if it's a small center. But if you're always hitting center and you're quick with the stick, then when you, I think that's what happened with me is I kind of learned where center really needs to be. And, you know, the extra roll, you can roll it fast. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I just, the piece strips didn't matter because I was hitting center good, luckily. Um, yeah. So it worked out for me. So I, and I remember I added the piece strips, and I don't mind saying this. Um, I got the airplane and I didn't have a lot of time in the airplane and call it laziness or whatever, but all my rolls to the right were, had like a slight bobble. So I put the piece strip on and it went away. So you can kind of disguise it that way. But, you know, since then I've been flying all, you know, more and I kind of got a good feel for where center is. So I took it off and I think I was already hitting center anyway. So it didn't really make a difference at that point. So it's almost like a training wheels type of thing. Sure. That's where it should be. I mean, it should P strip should be there for you if you want to cover some stuff up before a competition, maybe, or if it's just bothering the crap out of you and you kind of hate bobbling, then eventually you should be able to pick up center unless you just don't yeah. want to try. And you should be able to remove it and still hit center because center should stop the airplane. It's, yeah. You know, and it does. And center is center every time. It's not like centering moves, you right. know, center is center. Um, that, that, that's the thing that sucked about flying the pits and then flying the extra is that, um, you, the pits would make you lazy in finding the center of the extra. And I still, I struggle with that. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Um, because the pits finds it. You, you could let, just let go of the stick and it's just like, bink, 
yeah. right to center. And you're like, holy shit, is this thing on autopilot? What the hell? <laughs> uh, whereas in the extra, you know, you can go to center. And then if you just like move your thumb to a, to get an itch, the, the airplane bobbles. You're like, fuck. Like there's just no that, – that stick just moves with you. And, and any little movement, yeah. um, no matter how microscopic. The, the SC is tough too. Well, it's not – it's not tough as you, you got to just practice, but in the verticals and everything rolling in the vertical, um, you know, you got to be really careful because the elevator is tremendous on it. So any little bit of, you know, a little forward or whatever, oh, you know, yeah. you're, you're going to barrel and it's going to look wonky. Um, so I used to just lock the, uh, lock the elevator up and in the hangar, obviously not what I was playing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just sit in the hangar on a rainy day once in a while and just lock it up and, and get the uh, ergonomics to it and the muscle memory of rolling both directions. So my, you know, my hand and arm would feel the same. And then it's kind of helped me. I mean, I don't know if it works for other people, but you know, you kind of learn where it needs to be. That's the problem. You know, that's, I mean, that's, that's the essence of learning maneuvers anyway. You know, it's like, that's why learning to maneuver wrong is so hard to correct because that law of primacy, like if you spend months and months and months putting the stick in, you know, whatever corner or whatever to the side and you get a little bit of elevator in there every single time, it's so hard to fight that. But if you just sit and practice where neutral elevator roll uh, goes and stick <laughs> for, for vertical rolls or whatever it is, yeah, um, you'll start build, uh, developing that muscle memory and you'll just know right where to go. It just feel the same. Yeah, you'll save a lot of time, um, a lot of frustration, a lot of money <laughs> and uh, yeah. it'll be more fun. Um, I mean, if I knew what I know now, like I'm sure a lot of people could say this, if you know what you know now, 10 years ago and be able to apply it, it would be incredible. You know, I, Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, the, the way things, the, the way time is wasted and money is wasted to, to do this stuff. Yeah, all bad. Um, totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool, dude. Peace stripping to barreling vertical rolls. And, uh, <laughs> I love how we like jump from tangent to tangent. It's just no. I love it, man. No That's plan. just how my brain works, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, where where it plays in, you know, is like you're talking about, you know, maneuvers and and handicapping and and incorrect inputs. You know, how much p stripping is is fixing shitty airmanship out there you know because that's really what it's doing i mean even though i mean i'll say that having p strips on my airplane granted i i don't know how it flies yet and whether i'll keep them or not but i'm sure i'll like them yeah i think and some people like they just use them because they've used them their whole life like you've used right. strip, you know people 10 years ago they started doing it or 15 whatever and they use it and it works for them and and at this point there's just no point in turning back like they're doing well obviously yeah, if we know about them and they don't yeah. want to change it and it is what it is. I mean, that's how you want to set up your airplane. I just think that um, you got to do what works for you. And right now, you know, I've only done, you know, three or four flights without, you know, with being clean and sober of P-strips and this, <laughs> it's, uh, it's working well. So, but you can see clearly now. Yeah. The clarity is there. Oh my God. It's great. I get up in the morning, <laughs> started showering again. It's great. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Yeah. People were starting to complain about the smell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's interesting. You know, it's like I, I, peace stripping is probably like on the lines of like, you know, people wearing their socks inside out or like they have their lucky, you know, rabbit's foot before they go fly a competition or something like almost like the way of, of superstition. Obviously, it, it doesn't invoke a change in the in the flight characteristics. Right. But <laughs> there's, there is probably something there. It's like, well, I, 
I've got the P- I got my pea strips. Yeah, uh, I'm good. You know, uh, you could totally and, fuck with people and just like bring some pea strip and add it and be like, oh, and <laughs> it'll be like, which pea strip should I take off? <laughs> <laughs> I spent months tuning these pea strips. You've ruined it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I, I thought some of your pea strip was coming off. Are you okay? <laughs> you good? <laughs> God, or just like oh, maybe it'll man. be like a secret like underground pea strip club. Like, oh, would you? Where'd you I went to Lowe's. Where'd you go? Oh, I, I went to uh, Home Depot. Oh, I heard the Lowe's. They got the good stuff. There. They got the good stuff at Lowe's. Yeah, they got the hot shit there. Jesus. Yeah, I'm. I'm I have no doubt people uh, are so secretive with that stuff too. Like, I've always found that so funny. You know, like I, if I put pea strips on my airplane, I don't care who knows it, but I have no doubt. Especially given different countries and and their teams, you know, like oh, it's like it's like asking who you voted for, like who? Yeah. You, whoop. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Can we talk about something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a ta- it's like a ta- it's an aerobatic taboo subject. That's yeah. what it is. It really is, and it's so funny. The people that are forthcoming get made fun of, and the people that are secretive probably have pea strips on their airplane. and don't want to say it. Uh, totally. <laughs> they totally. That's why you don't see pictures of their airplane online. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I, I went down that rabbit hole, dude. Like after that peace trip talk, I started Googling the French team and just like zooming in on their ailerons. Yeah. Like a crazy person. And then you got the uh, Russians that were like, oh, I'll just go find a brick and tape this to the aileron. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you ever see the wedge that they put in the thing? I mean, it obviously probably it worked. I mean, I can't knock until you try it. And I'm sure the guys flying it are doing are, well. They're 10 times the better pilot than I am, but it's just funny. It's just this massive brick looking thing on there. <laughs> I know. And like, at what point is that such a detriment to the, like, like what flawed flight characteristic are you hiding? Yeah. Like what is going on there at that, at that point? You know, like I get the piece strip argument. I've seen the blocks, the little, you know, quarter pipe looking things, wedges, people do all kinds of stuff, but like, like these massive ones, you're like, what, yeah. what is that? It was like they just walked over to some building that fell down. Like, oh, just grab me, a, grab me one of those two by fours there, uh, Oleg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the Russians are funny. I remember I was in Romania and um, they had a Sukhoi there, and it was one of the ex Red Bull ones, you know, that they had. Yeah. And I don't know if you know Sukhois, but the Sukhois, the uh, pedo tube, is like a baseball bat. It's tremendous. And yeah. they took this GoPro. <laughs> They took clear tape and just taped the GoPro to the veto tube. So there was like oh 20 God. feet of tape wrapping this GoPro to the veto tube. That's awesome. It's like fucking, they're, they're fucking awesome. Like I, you go up, so they have that, you know, that SC that they fly, it's red, yellow, and blue. That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that airplane, I remember seeing it for the first time and it was a matte finish. I'm like, oh, they, they did a matte finish on it. To, and the whole point was that when you're flying it with the gloss finish, if you have any twitch in the plane, you know, on a particular line that the judges would, it would hide a, a twitch better or like some type of, sure. you know. You wouldn't see the glare of the shift of the movement. So exactly. But they got that SC new with gloss and they took that SC and just, I guess, grabbed some like really fine sandpaper and sanded the finish off. <laughs> like, can you imagine oh getting a brand new SC and be like, hey, go get me that 220 grit really quick <laughs> that breaks literally like just sent chills down my spine because I'm, I'm like super into like auto detailing and making sure you know no, not, them. Nice. not them 
No, but no, they, they're like, I'm going to take this $400,000 airplane and ruin the paint. But that's the level that they're at. That's the level to win, to win right now. That you know, we're at to win. Like that's, that's where they're at. Like, where are you at? I'm, I'm not there. I'm fucking not even close. <laughs> I'm not, I was just going to say like, what game are you playing? Cause yeah. uh, that's uh, you, you're you're playing football, and I'm like I'm on the golf course. I'm not even. That's not even. No, I'm the fat. Like, I'm the fat dude eating chips on the couch watching you. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> I'm a spectator. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. But uh, yeah, man. Well, I got to run. I got dinner. Go have dinner. Have a great dinner. It's great talking pack. to you, brother. Pack for Disney, and we still have a lot of topics we didn't even touch. We should give people a little taste of what's coming. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. I, so. The top, the the a point has been brought up by um, another team member uh, about live streaming or somehow doing a remote advanced worlds next year, Exciting. which I want to. That's a really cool topic to talk about. In fact, we should get uh, him as a guest for like 10, 15 minutes towards the uh, end of that. That'd be cool to have him. Let's on. do that. Yeah. Are, are you? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you're friends with him enough to. We could. I mean, I, I'm Facebook friends with him, but um, we could probably we could definitely set that up. Yeah, no, Mike's cool. Mike's a really cool guy. Yeah. In fact, I want to. I love his videos that just show his his head. And his head. <laughs> yeah, literally his head. And like, oh, I'm like, I, I think I see a little bit of the wing there. That's cool. Yeah, I just yeah. look at his headset when he flies. I was like, oh, that was an outside flick. I saw the the head the headset move around a lot. <laughs> I know. I mean, we should start a GoFundMe to get him a wider angle camera. <laughs> he's so cool. Mike is an all, he's such an awesome dude. I'm, if he's listening, he's probably laughing. I hope he's laughing because otherwise he shout out to Mike. Yeah, he'd kick my ass. He's freaking strong as shit. Oh, and he can fly the shit out of his MX. You, just, um, that, you say that to all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get him on. He's he's awesome, and, and his his. Um, I really like where he was going with um, you know some sort of you know ability to the the thought being you know twenty twenty one is not going to be opened up like yeah. we think it's going to be. He's realistic. And so, yeah, and yeah. and thinking about it now is a really good yeah. point. You know, so super smart guy. Yeah, and then uh, maybe you'll have your extra back by then. We could tackle that whole thing. I'm hoping, man. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to go get it on Tuesday. Maybe I may see you out there. I'll come. I'll, I'll wave to you as I drive past Disney World. Um, yeah, I'll be on the tower, tower, um, screaming like a little bitch. I'll, I'll come buzz it. Yeah, <laughs> freaking awesome. Yeah, we'll see, man. But uh, we'll th- we talk about that, um, and then whatever other topics come up, and I'm yeah, sure man. there's going to be plenty more. I love to oh, see. Yeah. We got to figure out. I love, um, we got to get people to talk if they're listening to this, like good or bad, because we don't even know if we're doing a good job. And well, I'll uh, tell you, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Um, and I haven't had bad feedback yet. Um, I've had a lot of just like, hey, can you guys talk about this? Yeah. Talk about oh. that. In fact, um, another note that we need to talk about that we, we mentioned last time is um, like helmets. Oh, my I'd God. I'd love to talk about um, helmets and parachutes and just in general, like some, you know, safety, um, you know, aerobatic pilot safety stuff would be a great thing. That might be a two-parter because I have, you and I have both like, we've tried everything and anything. So yeah, that'd be great. I love, I'm still, it's like a constant thing I'm working on is seating position and all that crap, you know, with the parachute. That's a great thing. I know you got to go. I don't want to take up any more of your time, but um, that that topic alone of seating position and harness, um, you know, setting up the harness correctly to then tighten and having it tighten equally and not create pressure points where you are in the seat, how your chute fits, all this. I am utterly fascinated with that topic. I'm not even kidding you. 
Um, I would love to talk about that. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. We'll save it. We, I think we just like hammered out the next two episodes uh, worth of stuff um, already. Um, or at least, you know, maybe three more episodes of cool stuff to talk about. But yeah, yeah man, we'll make it happen. I'm pumped. So I'll see you next week. All right, Petro. We'll talk to you next week. Later, dude. All right, guys. Episode A. That's a wrap, man. Shoot me an email. Flycoolshit at gmail.com. Give me your feedback. Good or bad. I want to know about it. Uh, if you have anything you want me to talk about, uh, so much of this stuff has spawned from people like, Hey, I would love to know your thoughts on this. And, and I'm an idiot. Um, and I'm sure Jeff would, would, you know, not, not admit that he's, you know, a genius, even though he is, he, he's a smart guy. Um, but I'm sure he, he wouldn't, uh, self blow the like that. But, um, you know, we're just, uh, you know, we just, we're just guys that want to talk about this stuff. So, um, I'm happy to talk about stuff that I have uh, some knowledge on, or at least have an opinion on. And so if, uh, you have something that you want to hear or want me to talk about or want, want me to find somebody who can talk about it, I'm happy to, uh, I'm happy to do that. So write me an email, shoot me a message on Facebook. Um, happy to do that. MP aviation DOTCOM is my uh, business website as always. Uh, com is the podcast page. Flycoolshit at gmail.com is how you can reach me, or you can reach me if you know me personally. Just shoot me a message on Facebook. I, I will answer you, I promise. Um, give me your feedback, good or bad. Questions, good or bad. Weird questions. Questions you might think are stupid. There's no such thing, even though that's a cliche thing to say. You know, there's really no such thing as a stupid question. If it's if it's a newbie question, you know, beginner question, ask away. I'm, I'm happy to answer, and if I can't find you the answer, I will ask it... For, for you on your behalf, or I will direct you to somebody that can find out. Um, that's how this community grows. That's how we stay informed. And that's how we, you know, are inclusive and, and, and not shunning people out of this sport, out of this industry and out of this uh, hobby, you know, whatever it is for us. You know, we want as many people here as, as we possibly can having fun and feeling included and, and feeling like they're a part of something, right? Cool guys. Well, until next time, episode eight, thank you guys so much. That's a wrap. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.